Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Screen Talk. I'm Eric Cohn. I'm Ann Thompson. And we have so much to discuss this week because the Golden Globes happened. Oscar voting is closing on Tuesday. Sandwiched in between all that was a bunch of Guild nominations. So I don't even know where to begin, Ann. It seems like we've been talking about the same movies forever and not a whole lot changed, but some things were clarified. No, no, no. It's What's clear. takeaway? It's definitely clear. There are three movies contending for the Best Picture Oscar. Baylands. Which did really well at the Globes. Everything Everywhere. Because he won director and he won drama. Spielberg, yeah. Everything everywhere. Michelle Yeoh, uh, Kei Kwan, you know, going forward. They're both going to win. And Banshees. Yes, I got Banshees, all three. Colin Farrell, you know, it's going to happen. Even Keoghan got in on uh, on the SAG supporting. Yeah, that was impressive. Along with Brendan Gleeson. He kind of snuck and, into the conversation. All three of those got ensemble sag ensemble and so it's it, there's just no, those three films are duking it out for best picture pga clears up a few things babylon is not in the running alas because they dug they dug deep and put the whale on there that was you, actually quite surprising <laughs> not the kind of movie that usually does translate. that there's list. three there's there's a couple films in there that may not make you know the whale and i don't know black panther could make it but you know it's yeah. not a sure thing um but they didn't do woman king and they didn't do women talking yeah well that and obviously a bummer because it doesn't bode well for either of those women in best director and as you said before i mean sarah polly was the one who seemed i wasn't like really expecting it. i wasn't really expecting there either was a possibility. Of them to make it to best director but i was hoping they would make it to best to best picture and now i'm believe i believe that women talking will but not women king women king yeah. has just shown weakness across the board and it disturbs me because i think it means that a lot of people just weren't interested enough in seeing it well Historic i mean it's, it's, period it's, uh, african all black cast i mean it, it, it and a fascinating disconnect when you think about the fact action. that it was com it was commercially successful too, which has been a narrative Huge. this season. Huge. Although the movies that we're talking about as the frontrunners, I mean, everything everywhere is commercially successful in a sort of surprise way, but it's not it's not the Top Gun Maverick narrative anymore. Fablemans wasn't a huge hit, but everybody loves Spielberg. So and it may have done very well on PVOD. That is my well, I'm assumption. I'm sure people are watching it. And I'm, I'm sure they're they watching are. it on the Academy portal because everybody wants to see well, that, it. That's not the issue. The issue, the question was whether the, remember that Fablemans did win the People's Choice Award in Toronto. So that is a crowd pleaser bonafide. And, and it's still the one that looks like the kind of movie that might actually make it to best picture. Everything, everywhere, all at once, as strong as it is, and it's going well uh, with the guilds too, um, it is not necessarily, uh, it didn't do that well with the shortlists. It isn't necessarily an obvious best picture winner. But it's a movie people keep talking about, much more so it turns out and than something like and Tar. They're rooting, I mean, and they're rooting for it. No, Tar's doing very well. Tar is also showing up on the guild lists. It'll like get nominated. Design, it's not a best picture. Know? It's not necessarily a best picture Winner. major. No, yeah, no. no, 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 no. So we know that Tar and Elvis 
and Top Gun. There were four sequels in there. So Glass Onion squeaked in. Uh, Netflix we got talked their about Glass that. Onion. They've really been campaigning. But so that may worked. not that may not translate because it did not get any SAG nominations, Glass Onion. So, you know, that's not good. It's not right good. for a they movie that's so performance. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all Especially about her. performances, yeah, yeah. right? It's what drives so, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that so that so that leaves us with a really fascinating kind of breakdown with that. I mean, with the voting closing on Tuesday, those three movies, you know, none of them are alike. I mean, no. Banshees is is sort Banshees. of like a sad comedy, and you know we posited months ago yeah the banshees would be the the stealth can and we're mocked still possible it's still possible possible. the question with banshees maybe i talked to too many women who are academy members you know uh you know who is it that i you know hang out with or whatever they get put off by the violence in, in in banshees i don't have an issue with it it's not even that violent it's off screen Violence He's cutting off his fingers, man. He's cutting off hey, his spoiler fingers. Spoiler alert. No, not really. Come on. At I this mean, point, if you haven't seen Banshees, you're a loser. Why anyway. are you even listening to us right now? No, yeah. please keep listening. I, I did think it was funny when Jennifer Coolidge spoiled season two of White Lotus on the Golden Globes. I know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, I know it. everyone's drinking, but like she that's was a pretty the star big of the whole thing. She was the best thing in. Uh, she went on, on a bit in her first uh, when she I presented didn't mind the award. Any of it? But I didn't. It, I of course, it. I had just actually watched the entire season of 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 the new season White Lotus like a few days ago, so it was very fresh in my mind. All of that. The Mike White of it all was really fascinating too. I mean, it's just With he's him crying and everything. Yes. Yeah, he's one of those. He's yeah. one of the, No, that's what makes that show fun to watch is the interaction between the people on the stage, the winners on the stage and the people in the audience. And everybody was engaging with Brad Pitt, who was sitting there smiling, yeah. sort of playing the Jack Nicholson right role, you yeah. know, and it was really fun. You know, it has that sort of slightly sloshed quality at the end of the night. Absolutely. It was uh it was Mike White. He was totally sloshed. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, yeah. and it was fun, but, but it's still a, a bit of a pale uh, version of its former self. And well, you know, it's it, very rickety underpinnings. It is a bit of a, um, a paradox, right? Cause on the one hand, it's like, the Globes are back. They got, you know, a, I, I mean, I, I swear by Gerard Carmichael. I think he's incredibly talented. And the fact that he was able to he do this monologue. awkward host. I know, but that is his style. He, he that's I said this before, you know, I, I've, I saw him live a few weeks ago. The pregnant pauses, he sits down on the stage and talks to the audience. And he was allowed to do that monologue without them clearing it in advance and acknowledged the awkwardness of him being there in the first place in a way that allowed them to move past it. At the same time, the ratings were abysmal. I mean, this was not a successful award show from a business standpoint. And well, I think it does either tell they you think something. they're building this thing back up to something that's respectable or or and it's a work in progress or or they don't. I'm I mean, I'm going to the Critics Choice Awards on Sunday and I'm going to check it out now. Compare comp, if you compare and contrast those shows, the Critics Choice Awards are kind of more amateurish. Than, than the Golden Globes, which are produced by Dick Clark Productions. Yeah. And they get the top stars to present. They didn't really have top stars presenting this time. Jamie Lee Curtis was there because she was doing the tribute to Eddie Murphy. Well, she, after Tracy Morgan introduced the montage and then she popped in at the end, I was like, did they not trust Tracy to like take this across the no, finish line? they didn't. It was, it was, it was, it was so kind of weird. And then she was like asking him if he remembered trading plates. She was funny. 
but she was also like sitting there at that table as a nominee the whole night too. So I did think it was kind of odd. I mean, that that was their big star. And then Tarantino comes out at the end and he was, he was trying awful. to like play it, it up awful. for the camera or something. <laughs> Steven Spielberg, Tom Cruise. I was like, there's a reason why this dude retired from acting. But He's uh, not a good actor. <laughs> people forget about how much screen time he has in Pulp Fiction. I, I don't know, but I still really enjoyed watching it. I thought it was great live TV overall. Sure. It was a little too long, but it and and the right kinds of wins happened, the right kinds of moments happened. The Kikwe Kwan, you know, it was it's lovely. Like very he, poignant. He hits all of the right Giving beats. the tribute to Spielberg. Spielberg yeah. was very he hit his all his marks on his speech. You know, yeah. he's he's leaning, he's leaning into the 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 discomfort that he felt in trying to make this happen. And and that's a good thing. That's the right thing to be leaning into. Right. And I and it was fascinating to me that even you had um, you know, like Jeremy Pope getting a plug for the inspection. It was like everybody was in that room who needed to be in that room. And it's it's function within the context of Oscar season seemed to be restored celebratory let's let's and every the people who are inside the the greater awards complex actually recognize that the globes are a useful thing to get to to get to the next step that's why all those people showed up to accept their wins well how about the people who did the organization well, just say, like, right, what so about brendan Kate? fraser we know right. we, he we has brendan fraser wouldn't show up and i guess they they just had kevin Costner yeah. maybe legitimately was was watered in uh up in santa barbara <laughs> that was an amazing revelation <laughs> by the way from a cracking up regina hall i couldn't tell what was happening there but i loved it and kate blanchett seems to be trying to give uh michelle yo a platform so that she can win the oscar because Kate's won already twice. You think that's what's happening there? Is that she's actually stepping look, aside? If you look at Kate and Michelle Yeoh's variety um, actors on actors thing, it was so clear that Kate was servicing Michelle and that Michelle was winning all of the narrative bona fides. That's not the right word. That she was telling a better story. Well, it's in interesting because, I mean, I'm sure that's not what Todd Field would like to hear or what Focus would like to hear. I mean, that's a pretty... It's a close race. She's been winning a lot. You know, she took home the New York film critics and so forth. And she won at the Globes. And so she just didn't get the speech. It, it doesn't do her any harm. She just didn't right. get the speech. Right, right. Exactly. And and she may still, in fact, be a, a kind of a, a soft front runner, if you think about it. I mean, I don't think she is. I think it's, it's all Michelle. It's it, got to be it, close. It's it's. I think it's amazing that Michelle Yeoh is, is so as as close to the winning an Oscar as she is. And her speech was also a highlight of the night, the way that she told her story yes, on stage and, and would not let them play was. her off. I mean, she established that it was possible not to get played off. And then I think other people felt more comfortable not getting played off throughout the night. That was but great. They didn't too. realize that that pianist wasn't the one playing them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were getting that mad at the, the wrong person. Part. Yeah, that kind of, no, that sucked. When she was like, I'll beat you up and I'm not joking. Yes, it was. That was great life. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> shivering but... <laughs> in her boots. <laughs> no, but I, it's got to be a close race between those two on some level because Kate Blanchett is just ubiquitous. But as you say, it's like, is Tar as strong? Is everything everywhere all at once in other categories? Probably not. I mean, does Tar win any? Tar is actually doing better with the guilds than I was expecting, and um, it's it's not a, just a small little movie. It's it's in the running. It no, people the love the movie. I mean, but even it's not mainstream I, enough to win Best Picture. It just isn't. But I will say, I mean, where I know Banshees no is more mainstream. No, Banshees than Tar. plays, and and it's it's fun in a way i mean you could argue tar is like a black comedy in parts but it's you really have to settle into it to experience it though i've had great conversations with people i mean it gets people talking 
like just constant opinions about it all over the place, which is good for cinema, but maybe not as great for winning Oscars. So what so. movies haven't we mentioned? So they Avatar obviously got in. There were four sequels. So Top Gun, Avatar, Avatar, Glass Onion, and Black Panther. Those won't all repeat. Black Panther is is duking it out with, I think, uh, Woman King and Woman Talking. What did you make of Angela Bassett winning Supporting Actress? Well, that is a legacy award. I think she gets it for her whole career. And she herself knows that. She brought it up. She brought up that she was only there last time in 1994 for What's Love Got to Do With It. You know, so I think that's a a sure... um, nomination in a very yeah. tough category where there are a lot of people competing now Super on the competitive. SAG side none of the women talking at, even though it got ensemble which is a big deal that's a big deal yeah that's um, where you see best picture potential. that's why it's best uh, likely best picture it means the actors like it but yeah. it didn't get any of the individual categories because they're all competing with each other this is like spotlight this is one of the situations where all yeah, the yeah they cancel each other out I yeah, thought yeah. Jesse Buckley was going to be the one that popped out, but it may not work out that way. We'll see. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the difference obviously is that Spotlight also was a best picture front runner. And this one is, is not reaching for that. But as you say, it's in it's in the mix for a, for a nomination. And then it's a question of does, does Sarah Polly then take adapted screenplay, which could still very much She'll win. Happen. She'll win adapted screenplay. Yeah. And that's, that, that's, 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 that's the good. one. I could see a scenario um, where your Kate Blanchett theory actually comes through because uh, let's say Kehir Kwan wins supporting actor, right? Yeah. Then uh, Kate Blanchett would win best actress and that would be the only thing that Tara would win. Yeah. Right? yeah. And right. then uh, Sarah Pauly wins adapted screenplay. Only thing that one wins. Yeah. Um, and then you have um, best actor would be Banshees, which it will win. Uh, I believe Colin Farrell will win for that uh, over Brendan Fraser. But The Whale is a strong contender. It's yeah, not so let, entirely let, let, to be dismissed. Well, what we haven't looked at is Best Director. So we think well, Spielberg is a front runner there, but then yes, you got a but, bunch of other possibilities. Well, it's so wide because the DGA isn't necessarily going to repeat. I believe that Kaczynski, who got a DGA nomination over Jim Cameron, yeah, that's will gotta not... Kill you know, will not repeat at the Oscars. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it. Um, yeah. That's much more of the the ADs and the production managers. You know, the DGA is a big, broad swath of people who work in the trenches as well, whereas the Academy is more tony, you know, more snotty, um, which is why they have the foreign language, the foreign director so often. I mean, Triangle of Sadness, as we sort of predicted, isn't showing up. It seems to be a campaign that hasn't materialized as aggressively as it might have been. I mean, it's just a snarky, satiric hilarious brilliantly directed and written well, you movie started and out sounding like you were going to say something negative about it no, but then you but say it's brilliant why. people do that's love it that's why people don't like it sometimes yeah i mean it's but i've talked to people who have, who really really love it the, the opinions are it almost is like a tar kind of a reaction like people have strong feelings about that movie one way or the other um, and do you think dolly de leon gets in for supporting actress that's been no. a Campaign. I never have thought she. Well, would. but she got a Golden Globe nomination. That and means that would... nothing. I know, zero. A nomination for a Golden Globe means Z E R O. I don't know. A she looked great on the red carpet. Means that some of the 
viral videos get out and people see right. Colin Farrell's right. speech or or Michelle Yeoh's speech, or they tell the stories we are telling today. But yeah. it doesn't mean anything to be nominated. They're a group right. of weirdo foreign correspondents, most of whom who don't have jobs. <laughs> well, they certainly feel employed when they're at the Golden Globes. There's 96 of them. And now there's 103 from around the world. And some of yeah. them aren't legitimate either. Yeah, no, it, it, it has not become a legitimate organization just because they they, they got back to throwing a, a decent award show or whatever. But uh, but it, it it is fascinating. How, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everybody had a great time. And, and it, I don't know. What did you make of the RRR situation? So RRR loses to Argentina in 1985. But it no, does it win. Surprise me. But it wins song not to not to. I felt and bad I for that, that guy getting played off. The Oscars, and we'll see those guys. So I interviewed those two, uh, the actors, NTR and Ram Charan, and they are just charming. <laughs> I love them. Of those guys are and, rock stars in India. Huge superstars Nasty. around the world. They're they're enormous superstars, and and they know it, and they know how to play the game. And we had a really rollicking fun, uh, interview, but, but the, um, and they said that if the song were to win, you know, to get on to get nominated for the Oscar, it's shortlisted now, uh, they would totally perform the song in their tuxedos. At the oh, Oscars. everyone should. I mean, let me just say it's a fascinating rabbit hole to look up the YouTube instruction videos for not to not to. We need a good like American one. But there's a <laughs> lot of really good ones, like amateur ones and then like really professional ones with choreographers. I mean, so I kind of want to interview them. Uh, they said that the, 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 that the choreography for that song wasn't that difficult in, in theory. It, it was really the fact that they were the point he was making was how unified they were as friends. It's a yeah. bromance, as you know. Yeah. And so the two of them are dancing straight ahead in sync without looking at each other. That's what that's was interesting. Hard. That's a that that's the kind of detail that makes you want to go back and rewatch the whole sequence that they don't look at each other. You're right. And and, and it's sort of a that's dual how they had to time. practice it and they yeah. had to be they had to recognize what the rhythm of the other person was and alter. Sometimes one of them was faster than the other or slower. They had to change their rhythm to keep yeah. in sync. Well, how about this theory about RRR getting into Best Picture? I still People think it has it. a chance, but I'm backing off of being confident about it. The, it. It would have helped if the PGA had put it in. They put no foreign language film in. Zero. Really bummer. This is the group that actually no. did nominate at least after Parasite. all this talk yeah after Parasite won and as you know nominated it. yeah but you know like I was really invested in this whole conversation of internationalization of award season I think it, in a post-Parasite world there's so many opportunities and it is a bit frustrating maybe it's just the way the field shook out that the films are very diffuse and so there isn't consensus around just one movie being the that's it international they, 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 film, there was some but... consensus around drive, drive my car but, yeah. but i will say i will say that that uh that's why i think that there's three movies at least that aren't going to match aren't going to match up i mean the first glass onion didn't make it uh into into the best picture race or the or the pga race actually so it's it's a that's right so, so there could be some, some surprises is the point that, that well, you're no, making I think, here but... i think we could see all quiet on the western front get into yeah. this picture I, I actually think that's a strong candidate to get. But that doesn't mean it's going to win. I mean, Argentina no. in 1985 is still a very strong contender for some obvious reasons. I mean, it's 
really we don't want to spoil it but what's great about argentina 1985 is that it reinforces that good people can sometimes win well it's in the history books if you want to spoil it just read about what happened with the trial of the juntas i mean like i do think i mean rr amazing narrative there if that movie wins i think it would be a really exciting if it won something if it's not too not to or whatever obviously it's not getting an international film nomination if it gets nominated for best picture, I think that's I think very exciting. I think it's only going to get nominated for best song. But, but I mean, if it I'm gets nominated for, for best picture, that'd be really. Picture. But I would just say, I mean, like it's the pandemic was really, really hard on Latin America in general. Like production is is way, way down there. And for a lot for a, a film from Argentina, especially one that's been really important in Argentina to get this far, I think that's also really exciting too. Oh, so that's a good narrative to follow, yeah, and yeah. it's a good movie. And Sebastian, the director of that movie, Santiago Mitre, is, is a really good filmmaker who hasn't been really appreciated in, in the U.S. before this way. So so that's good. Um, and Ricardo Dottin has been in the race several times. He's yeah, like no, an old I mean, pro he's, now. He's a rock star as well. But then there's like a bunch of other that categories is still going to be. I mean, Quiet Girl could be in there. That's one that's sort of creeping into the conversation. I assume Close is is in the conversation. I'd love for people to be talking about the donkey and the EO and all that, but I just don't know. It's Eric, you keep flogging the donkey. I'm sorry. You know. Well, okay. First of all, I don't know if flogging the donkey is the right term, but there's a lot of donkey talk this award season, and banshees can't have all the fun. But people do like that movie when they watch it. It's just. Like you said before, you got to get people to watch these movies. I mean, it I think is a decision to leave and Argentina 1985 and All Quiet on the Western Front are the three front runners. But it has to be All Quiet, really, because it's so obvious that it's getting all the guild love, you know, I mean, in the short lists and everything. And BAFTA came through with it, it was like the leader in at the BAFTA nominations. So you basically and there's a have big like... overlap with All Quiet on the Western. Now, obviously, that's Europe. And we're, yeah. but that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the international voters and that's a big block. And the British voters are a yeah. big block inside the international voters. So that could make a difference for All Quiet on the Western Front. One movie you haven't mentioned is Bardo, which we've been Bardo talking about. Bardo may not make it about. into nomination status. There's, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. It could happen. It could still happen. I mean, it's get a cinematography a from ASC, which is an yeah. important one. It did. And and Inuritu has been very visible. There was that whole three amigos thing. Obviously, a lot of this helps uh, Guillermo, Del Toro and Pinocchio. Who clearly, but... uh, we looked at the L.A. Times. I'm part of this buzz meter thing um, and the envelope at the L.A. Times. Every single person, I think there's six of us, uh, voted for <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio to win animated feature. There was like nobody else. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's like maybe in an, if, if you took that out of the equation, something like Turning Red might have more momentum, but that was earlier in the year. And this it's, it's the Guillermo factor, plus the movie is quite beautiful and, and, and touching. Most people I talk to are affected by it, even if, you know, just, reviews were it, a little more mixed. It just stands but... up, a, 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 you know, head and shoulders above the, you know, just in terms of the work and the stop motion and the detail and everything, the imagination, the way that it just goes from one space to another, it captures you and you're just completely immersed in this world. It's an extraordinary yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so that seems like a no brainer. And then we're, we're, we didn't get any updates about this. Um, but as we're recording now, the cinema eye awards are going on and I'm curious about how the documentary con conversation is, is settling. I mean, yeah. obviously all the beauty and the bloodshed feels like a front runner now that good night. I was reminded cool, uh, looking at the PGA, we announced the documentary nominations a while ago. Um, that that didn't make the PGA. 
uh, a little odd. No, I mean, there's something about that movie that turns some people off. I'm not Does saying it have something to do with just being very New York. It's very all New you, York. And, it's very art knows. world. Yeah. It's very transgressive. I love it. I think it's an extraordinarily brilliant film and should win. Yeah. It's my but she's won right before, there. which is always a, a knock against a filmmaker um, in the Oscar world, especially. She'll get nominated, I hope. I really do. Yeah, and then, and then of course there's all that breeze. That's and then doing you have fine. Potential surprises. As they go, and the, the, I was reminded that the PGA also nominated Retrograde, which is an extraordinary movie. And, and Heinemann's been nominated He's before, been but never won. Yeah, exactly. Life in danger. So, so but there could be so there could be a surprise. Descendant there is on the PGA list. Uh, that that may or may not make it and um i i just i just think uh uh the 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 fire of of love is the most extraordinary one yeah but it takes us a while to come back to it so i guess once it gets nominated you could think of that as as sort of like that Why? because it was back at sundance a lot i guess it feels like that navalny was at sundance i actually think that of all the docs out there uh the ones that are likely to get nominated i think navalny could be the one that wins well, yeah, I mean, it's Navalny and Fire of Love are, are are two movies that get people talking. One, I think, is just like Fire of Love. People just are really excited by the kind of experience of that movie. And Navalny is is timely, you know, even more so than than uh, all the be- all the beauty and the bloodshed. Yeah, um, it so is. that's just that's what couldn't what be more timely. Movie. That's yeah. and it's more accessible and it's just on the edge of your seat. You know, as you're watching it, it's such a thriller. Uh, just in terms of the news gathering process, you know, there's some real moments there where you just go, oh, my God, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah, gotcha. You know, it's great. Yeah. And it's, it's still great. unfolding. I mean, that guy is in solitary. Still in, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of an ongoing story. It's sort of like so I have a feeling thing. that's going to have all the all the right uh, bo- that's going to tick all the right boxes for the win. So but this is these are the kinds of mind games that you'll be playing now as you work on your final predictions. And boy, Which I'm going to file on tough. Tuesday. I, I mean, I'm especially excited to see how you land on the, and I'll do my own just for as 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 a sort of challenge. Oh, what, on the international one, well, international, and uh, and ultimately, I would say picture and director. Those are the ones where I'm I'm really curious to see who gets who gets the most right, but especially picture. I mean, with ten. Oh. With director, I, mean, I am leaning toward. Um, I don't think Babylon's going to get any major nominations. I think it's just going to be in in the crafts. It's just too big of a flop, um, and not getting not. It did get SAG Ensemble though, in a way see? that suggests That's, to me that a lot of those votes were a while ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you keep anyway. going back and forth, but eventually it's got to go out there. It's, it's got to be it's done. It's not. Chazelle isn't going to, but it'll no, be, no, I happening. think Cameron will get in. Uh, I, I think it'll be Spielberg. And I think that uh, Martin McDonough will get in and Todd Field will get in. Those, if, if we were to put Boys the movie that's in fourth place, it might be Tar. Yeah. The Tar question in a bunch of categories is going to, is going to keep coming up. So then things close Tuesday. And then you get like a week of it'll just be kind of quiet. Oh, and, I, and then the question is, does it do they go with Edward Berger or 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 not? Oh, you know? right. For all quiet. For, yeah. For all quiet. Yeah. Yeah. So so we have then like Sundance kicks off and there's like a week where it's just going to be dead and then the nominations will happen. So there, I'm it, right now the campaign is in this like really fascinating kind of like final blitz of sorts. Oh, it's, it's like. 
boring as hell now. It's, well, it's, it's just like, like you're anything just flooded you with do. promotional material. I don't believe that at this stage anyone pays any attention to anything except one thing, which are those great roundtables that the Hollywood Reporter does and the LA Times does. So I always look at those because yeah. they're very revealing. I would love if I could see any data from Oscar voting, I would be most curious. Well, there's so much I would love to know, but I would be most curious about <laughs> how people, when people choose to vote. Do you wait until the last minute on Some Tuesday? Wait. I ask people this question. Some yeah. people wait until the last minute. You One of the things about the Academy or... portal that's fascinating and doesn't serve woman talking or woman king. I mean, if there was overlap with the PGA voting, this could be a factor that it's an alphabet. It's alphabetically presented. Seriously, it's A to Z. Yeah, yeah. And woman talking and woman king are in the W category. Wow. See, this takes me the back Banshees to the early days of VOD. Has a better shot at being seen on the portal. We used to always than, joke. Yeah, we used yeah. to always joke like, if you want to be success a success in today's indie market, like start your movie with the letter A or a number, and you're golden. So right? all that breathes. So now it's is. like if you want to win an Oscar, you know, don't call your movie Tar. Call it Atar or Zero Tar, <laughs> and then that would just take care of all of it. RRR, come on, Zero RRR, you'd be making history. All right, zero, and we'll, zero, zero. Okay. Good luck. I will see you next week. We're going to have a special guest, which will be fun. We'll preview. Yeah, Sundance we're going to get into Sundance that. mode. Uh, I'm going to be going to the Critics' Brandon. Choice Awards on Sunday, so I'll have stuff to talk about from there. All right, on. Well, I hope you get some rest in between, and uh, I'll see you soon.